0: I'm Gabe White, and I'm joined today with Christopher Teague, Jason Cheeseborough, and today we're going to go over The Adventures of Tom Sawyer by Mark Twain. Today we'll be going over the themes, the motives, and the influences.
1: so first we're gonna be talking about the themes um there are a bunch of themes in this book but we narrowed it down to the three most important themes that would be centralization manipulation and the childlike wonder of innocence okay so um in the book
2: that i think there's definitely a highlight of the whole childhood wonder and the idea that nothing is content nothing really matters and that like if if you catch my... Nothing really is constant um, throughout the book. Uh, Tom, like, does different things that are just, you know, like, hey, I'm... Uh, for example, um, Tom, um, as soon as Becky comes to town... Okay. Tom says he falls in love with her and he wants to be engaged to her. But it turns out this isn't the first time Tom's done just through a girl. And... So she's like you, you know what I mean like you're yeah. not really his opinion there, changes lack of commitment there's a lack, of, the commitment. There's a lack right. of commitment, whether it be him just leaving di- skipping town with, um and go going to become a pirate um or it be him not committing to the blood oath there's definitely a under, like a big underlying idea of that it's any which way it goes you know what I mean like right. there's nothing solid in a child's mind um." Yeah. Especially heading towards the end when he gets all the money and he could just chill a But instead he decides, hey, Huck, let's not let you be civilized. Let's not become civilized. Let's He's go be like a I'm band of thieves. Yeah, let's, let's go be a band of thieves. Right. And that could change tomorrow because in Tom Sawyer's world, anything goes. And
0: anything changes, right.
2: Anything can change. Moving on.
0: Yeah, I agree with what you're saying and how. His mind does change very frequently, mm-hmm. and I think uh, that was, that's a great point.
2: And I think that can kind of be moved into the whole theme of manipulation, because Tom Sawyer can get. You're gonna miss your cue. Okay.
0: But yeah, I agree with what you're saying, Jason, and I think that was a great point. But moving on to the next thing. Is um, Chris, go ahead. It's um.
1: Alright, the next theme would be manipulation, and this is arguably the most important theme out of the entire story, and the most like driving factor. Because oh yeah. Tom Sawyer is like so much infinitely smarter than all of his peers, and even his own like uh, aunt. Like, um, in the book it says, um, uh, like uh, Aunt Polly says, he's my own de- dear, he's my own dead sister's boy. Huh? Crown.
0: I don't know where to put it. Um, yeah, uh, he says, he says, um, the quote states, I ain't doing my duty by that boy. That's the Lord's, I can't, I can't read the paper. That's the Lord's, Lord, Lord, that's the Lord's. Lord goodness, basically what she's saying is... Lord goodness does. What she's saying is, you know, um, Uncle Perry Finn is a very, like we've said before, manipulative boy. Tom Sawyer, Sawyer. Sawyer, right, is a very manipulative person. And she believes it's to the point where she believes she's not doing right by raising him, which really just improves his own ego and himself
1: that he is manipulative. And he knows she won't hit him. Right, she knows he won't hit him. It's like nowadays, like people kids used, people used to beat their kids all the time just for misbehaving right. and like, nowadays you can't do that cuz we got child protective services but like he knows that his good natured god loving like on what hand on him yeah that's
0: that's that's part of his manipulative scheme oh, should, okay. another example is your picket fix example go ahead and
1: read that quote chris okay well we have this quote um tom is whitewashing the fence and his friend comes up um and here's the quote been waiting every move and getting more more observed absorbed presently say tom let me w- whitewash a little this was because tom convinced him that it was a reward to be doing to be whitewashing the fence like it was a fun thing to do like it was hard work it was fun so he had him give him stuff and he did this to other boys as well and then he took these items that he collected for making for having people do his work and he trades them in for tickets at sunday school and then he trades those tickets in for a Bible.
0: Like to impress the girl or whatever, right? Yeah. yeah. So him. this contributes to his totally manipulative scheme, which, if you look at it, it's quite genius. But, um, yeah, that, that, that there, manipulation, is our second theme. So in Tom Sawyer... A revolving theme in natural fact is the location, time reminiscence, and just general situation. If you think about Huckleberry Finn, you think rural, you think, you know, south, you think nothing around. You know, you have to think that in this centralized theme that this couldn't really happen neither in our time period or really anywhere else except for this perfectly crafted place for this for the book um because you know w- today obviously people would have cell phones there would be
1: some parents implant their children with tracking devices some
0: parents are bad people <laughs> um and you know there, there'd be police everywhere and it uh, there would be a big deal about it
1: well I, i've grown up in basically every kind of climate imaginable right being from arizona and the south of georgia and as one can say my older brother there's nothing to do in a small town except get drunk and do crimes exactly so there, it's gonna lead to trouble um just a like small quote to like bring in like how like how like real a small oh, like perfect the setting of this is what a curious kind of fool a girl is... Uh, what, a, what a curious kind of fool a girl is. Never been licked in school. What's a licking? Uh, it's not talking about your actual tongue licking. A licking is another word for being hit with a switch, which is what right. parents used to beat their children with. Does in the South, day? primarily. Yeah. Correct. And right. it, it, really, cause like, it really shows how... Like, their situation, where they yeah, are located. It shows right. how old it is.
0: Exactly, right. And it shows the time, which, like, like I'll say again, this book would not fit in the... 21st century that we're in today.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. so we're going to be starting off this podcast with the author and his purpose for writing this novel and how his own life influenced the novel itself. Um, the author is Mark Twain, but that's just an alias slash pen name. He was actually Samuel Langhorne Clemens. Um, he uses, um, his own town that he grew up in, Hannibal, Hannibal, Missouri, to influence St. Petersburg, Mississippi, off the Mississippi River, which is where this story takes place, and some of his other stories. Um, he's not, he's very against the system, um, he thinks society is overrated and actually corrupts people. Um, you can see that in his writing, uh, especially in, especially in, um, this, uh, novel right here adventures of Tom Sawyer Um, it shows like how Huck Huckleberry Finn like the description of him being civilized is actually very like rough Um, Huck's from the book Huck Finn's wealth and the fact that he was now under the widow Douglas's protection introduced him into society no dragged him in it into it hurled him into it and his sufferings were almost more than he could bear the widow servants kept him clean and neat, combed and brushed. He had to eat with a knife and fork. He had to use a napkin, cup, and plate. He had to learn his book. He had to go to church. He had to talk so properly that speech was incip- speech was become insipid in his mouth. so, he turned the bars and chuckled of civilization, shut him in, and bound him hand and foot. It's describing civilization as more of an imprisonment than anything. And this negative view of civili- civilization
2: really stems from uh, Twain's childhood. Um, When he was growing up, it was noted that a majority of the children at this time, all of his friends, always talked about wanting to be sailors. And generally speaking, sailors are never really the most civilized of people. And you can really see the tying with wanting to be a sailor with the whole idea that the story minorly centers around the Mississippi River. But also the whole idea that nobody really wants to be civilized. Even when Huck is becoming civilized, Tom drags him out of it
1: and bringing in the childhood um the stories the stories that take place in Tom Sawyer are actually loosely and dramatized based off of his own life and his the, the companions in the book are also based off of his childhood friends and that wraps up the um you me the fuck you me like alive, you me. I, I
2: said, I
1: said Did you stop door. it Make-
0: So, at this point in the podcast, we're going to start going over character, characterization, and really defining what the characters stood for and were about.
2: Okay, so now I feel it's appropriate to talk about the characters, and starting, I think we should talk about Huckleberry Finn. And, okay, so now I feel it's, though it's appropriate to talk about the characters, and I think we should start with Huckleberry Finn and Tom Sawyer. Yeah. Now, um, they're a great dynamic duo. They're both, like really goofy, um, Tom Sawyer is, I, I feel like he's more of a leader in the story, he dictates a lot of what they do, um, and you know what I mean, like how every group, every duo has a head, every twin has a dominant twin, um, so, with, with, with Huck, um, he more, lo- he more or less just kind of falls around. Um, not many people in the town really like him because of his father. Um, he's really popular with the neighborhood boys, though.
1: He's like a
2: stray dog. <laughs> yeah, he's like a stray dog. Um, people don't really respect him who are, like, bigger up in the town, and that's why um, the widow Douglas takes him in and tries to make him a more respectable member of society. And Tom kind of pulls him back from that and just says, hey, let's be thieves. And I feel like Tom is more or less responsible for all the hygiene they get in because T- Huck doesn't really have anywhere to go. He's just tagging along. I agree because, you know, Huck, like it or not, we're
0: led on to believe that Huckleberry Finn is a orphan. Yeah,
2: basically. You know to think about
0: it. He, he sleeps where he pleases. Yeah. Um, he eats whatever he wants. He doesn't go to church. He doesn't go to school. Yeah. And it, he doesn't, you know, he smokes. He does really whatever he wants. And I feel like, you know with that lack of a
2: parental
0: control yeah and you know that could you know it could represent american
2: freedom but yeah i i see what you mean like it could represent the i like to to draw from other other literature like in pinocchio he I would say he represents the where the boys go the, you know what I mean like the boys land in Pinocchio that yeah. sort of mentality of when you're a boy you just want to do what you want to do and exactly. it doesn't really matter but in Huck's fate in Huck's case it's involuntary it's not like he's it's he has nobody to tell right. him and I think that's really where it gets it. it gets sad because like You think, I want to be without my parent. He doesn't have the choice. Exactly. He's
0: forced in that dilemma. He's
2: forced in that. And I kind of feel as though Tom takes advantage of that. And whether it be intentional that he's smarter and goes back to the whole theme of manipulation. Right. Or Or if if that's just his personality. It's involuntary. It's just his personality. But, like, I I feel like they're friends, but I feel like Tom takes advantage of Huck's situation.
0: I I think you're correct, you know, and... (laughs)
2: With truthfully the state
0: quotes. it is a sad it's a sad situation
2: and it's, yeah it's a sad friendship i, think I agree it's definitely highly circumstantial now when it comes to talking about characters you can't really do a deep dive into characterization without talking about the title character himself tom sawyer now tom sawyer is a is a really interesting complex character i'd say um he's the ideal character really he's cunning he's like, genuinely an intelligent person. And, he, like, he knows his way over... He, he's street smart and he's book smart. I know I wouldn't say he's necessarily book smart. i just say he's smart overall. He's able to trick the neighborhood kids into doing his work for him with the whitewashing.
0: Charismatic.
2: He's, he's charismatic. He's able to get... He makes brand new friends. He's already got the, the judge's daughter. He's already got her from the get-go <laughs> when he gets... When she gets come to the town. And... He really can get his way out of anything. They believe him. Tom Sawyer is believable enough that he's able to testify in court that Injun Joe is the one who killed him. Like, even though he has no
0: idea about the instance that
1: happened. Right.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, well, it's not it, that not Yeah.
1: It's that he's a child. He's a child, right? He's still so like if a normal child, like if Huckleberry Finn went up there and said, "I saw him," they would like been no been like one would believe kid. it. No yeah. one believes you. Your father's a drunk. Right. But, because Tom Sawyer's like y'all. I think it, I think in Engine Joe, mm. I think it killed him. Right. And then the Engine Joe's like, I gotta get out of here, and he jumps out the window and he leaves. But if it, it, that also ties back into our um, our our themes, our, our theme of centralization, where right. this is such a small town and there's so much trust and reliance built upon each other. That it's Tom, a town where everyone knows each other, right? And that also flips it when Tom Sawyer is so charismatic that he can turn the people of the town against, against him. Injun, yeah.
2: Yeah. And um also with, tying into the theme of the manipulation um Tom Sawyer Tom Sawyer is able to just get the kid the two children of the town to just up and leave and go live in a cave and also be pirates like right how do you even do that like you know what I mean he he makes his 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 aunt feel so bad for him that she just doesn't punish him and he knows that and he still continues anyway and I, I, I don't know if that makes him a bad guy or, or if it makes him a, a child of
1: circumstance. Um, Chris, is there anything you would like to say about... I would myself? definitely argue that it's a circumstantial thing. It's not, necessarily his own mor- it's not necessarily that he's a bad person. It's just the morals he was raised with This like, you gotta survive.
2: I mean, I, I, can, I can completely agree with it, but I feel like ha- had it been his mother, his, his, if his mother wasn't dead, I feel like he wouldn't get away with it as much because his aunt allows him to do a lot of stuff. His his mother, his aunt, allows him to do a lot of stuff.
0: This concludes our podcast on the adventures of Tom Sawyer by Gabe White, Christopher Teague, and Jason Cheeseborough.